Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Thursday, January 14th. Today on the show, we've got an update on Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith. We take a look at the mass exodus from Knoxville that is currently taking place, but we begin by talking with the Athletics' Adam Vingan about the Nashville Predators' opening weekend of hockey. The 440 is constructed every Monday through Friday for you by the Kingston Group. I know that you listen to this show because you want honesty, authenticity, and critical thinking without being yelled at. This is why I've partnered with the Kingston Group. It's a Nashville-based custom home and remodeling firm that packages high-quality craftsmanship with high-quality care and thoughtful attention to detail. And you can trust the Kingston Group not because of what I say, but because of what I do. My wife and I use these guys on our house. So go check out the website, buildkg.com, and let their work do the talking. The 2021 Nashville Predators will take the ice in their season opener on Thursday night against the Columbus Blue Jackets. I am genuinely excited about this bizarro NHL season for a number of reasons. First of all, we get to see Nashville play a ton of games against a lot of teams we don't normally get to see as fans. There are a ton of new faces all over this roster, in particular in the forward group. All of the games will start no later than 7.30, and we're going to get like five or six games per week with the condensed schedule. However, regardless of the schedule or division layout, the rules of evaluating a hockey team don't really change. You cannot evaluate anything in one game. It normally comes in eight or ten game chunks in a normal season. Maybe this year it's closer to the four to six game sample size due to the compacted schedule, but the rules still apply. So at the start of the season, one in which we know Mikhail Granlin won't be available, we likely need at least a four game chunk of data before forming any opinions about anything personnel, line combinations, special teams, whatever. So I asked the Athletics' Adam Vingan to tell us what he is looking for from this Predators team in their first four games of the season. I asked John Hines after the second scrimmage if any of the combinations at forward that he had in the game, he felt comfortable you know, keeping together outside of the Johansson line, which we know is going to be together. And he said, basically, talk to me again on Tuesday. You know, he, he, he still needed to figure it out himself. I'm just curious to see how these new players all fit in. You know, where what's the best place for Cunning? What's the best place for Halla? Yeah. So um, so it's exclusively about new faces in the forward group and how do they all fit together? I I, I want to know where the goals are going to come from from this group. Yeah. Because you know that Forsberg can score and you hope he has a bounce back year. You know Arvidsson can score and you hope he has a bounce back year. You know that Duchesne has more goal scoring capability. You know, I want to. I'm curious to see how. That's that Duchesne line, who they ended up putting there, you know, how they complement each other. You know, I, I, I think Granlund is a, is a shoe in for that spot. Once he gets there, you know, I, I like the idea of cutting there. Will Tolvanen get a crack? I'll be curious to see if Tomasino gets in the game at some point. But for me, I'm looking at, you know, I want to know where the goals are going to come from. Because yeah. when you look at the roster today versus the roster that they had at the end of last season, they lost a lot of skill. I mean, say what you will about Kyle Terrace. At least he was a, he was a skill. He's a, which we have a lot. He's a skilled he's a skilled hockey player. He's an offensive minded player. We know what Craig Smith can do. We saw the goal scoring that Nick Bonino has brought to this team over the past couple of years. Like, did they replace that? He's right. How is this team going to score goals? The old Predators' way is two one three two wins, 
And this team, with one of the best blue lines in the NHL, two solid goalies, and a tougher set of forwards, should be one of the better defensive teams in the Central Division. But can they score with teams like Tampa or Carolina specifically? Remember, the only competition this year that matters is the Central Division. There's a lot of new about this Preds team, not the least of which is head coach John Hines and half a dozen new starting skaters. But the core of this team, its defensemen, top line, and goalies, are intact and very experienced. So if David Poyle has surrounded that core cast of stars with the right pieces, then this team should make the playoffs. What is their upside? Uh, Who knows? I have no clue. But they are picked by Vegas to finish fourth in the division. And that puts them in the playoffs. Anything less than that would be considered a massive failure. Your Titans coaching staff update for the day is that offensive coordinator Arthur Smith is still a very hot commodity in the NFL coaching carousel. According to reports, Smith got second interviews with both the Atlanta Falcons and New York Jets on Wednesday, getting the fancy wine and dine treatment from New York. It seems unlikely that Smith won't get an offer of some sort, so then it becomes, is it the right offer? There are only 32 jobs in the world like the ones he is interviewing for, and no one would blame him for two seconds for taking one of them. Yes, even the Jets. The question is, and only Smith can answer this, is there enough money or control or whatever that John Robinson and Mike Vrabel could throw at Arthur Smith to keep him here in Nashville where he clearly has roots? My guess is no, but there is still a very outside chance that Smith could be back. Fans need to hope that the offers are just simply not good enough for Smith to want to jump and that Smith is being very selective with how he makes a decision. To me, it would be dumb as sin to turn down a chance to coach all of that offensive talent in Atlanta. And while on the surface, the Jets appear to be completely dysfunctional, that's not how coaches look at it. A coach looks at the Jets and sees a ton of cap space and a bunch of extra draft capital as a way to kickstart a dormant franchise. It's hard to see Smith back in two-tone blue next season if he gets an offer to be a head football coach. Then the real work begins for Vrabel and Robinson. Filling his shoes will not be easy. While Volunteers fans sit around and wait to learn what on God's green earth is happening with their football program and the future concerning Jeremy Pruitt as the head coach, the players of the program are doing nothing of the sort. They are jumping ship as fast as humanly possible. Offensive tackle and former five-star recruit Wanya Morris entered the transfer portal on Wednesday, and Tennessee immediately canceled his financial aid. A pretty good indication that his decision is final. Morris is the 10th scholarship football player to enter the transfer portal since December 1st. A couple of quarterbacks transferring isn't really that big of a deal, especially at that position. But with Morris, a former all-SEC freshman and an underclassman, a guy who's played a lot of each of his first two seasons in Knoxville, well, this entire story has transitioned from coincidence following a bad season into players trying to survive the sinking of the Titanic. So let's try to get this straight. Right now in Knoxville, we've got lawyers employed by the school most likely trying to dig up dirt on the current sitting head coach while a pending decision about his future will likely come from above the head of the athletic director, all while a former head coaching candidate has just been hired during a hiring freeze as players are leaving the program left and right. So just a regular old Wednesday in the 865. 
For more on the saga that is currently transpiring in Knoxville, Tennessee with the Volunteers, please check out Fringe Element from the 440 Sports Network, an SEC football podcast. I have a conversation with Josh Ward of WNML to go a little bit deeper into what's taking place with UT. Of course, we cover every team in the SEC, myself and my co-host Aaron Dugan. We also visited with Stephen Lassen of Athlon Sports to discuss the early, 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 way too early top 25 rankings and where all the SEC teams fall in the pecking order for 2021. So please check that out. Again, Fringe Element, anywhere podcasts are found. Please rate, review, and subscribe. The 440 is built every morning by the Kingston Group. Just like how we've built 440 Sports, the Kingston Group is locally owned and laser-focused on their clients' experiences, and it's why my family uses the Kingston Group. But don't take my word for it. Go check out their work at buildkg.com, and you make the decision for yourself. The Kingston Group is a Nashville-based custom home and remodeling firm, and the website, again, is buildkg.com. Thank you guys all for listening. Of course, my name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall. This has been the 440 for Thursday, January 14th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler. Thank you.